Shalom Chaverim. I know it's one minute before eight, and I decided to start one minute before eight to give individuals a chance to log on and to see that we are live this evening, as I am every Wednesday night at 8 p.m. And I look forward to your questions about Judaism, about God. Actually, no questions are off limits. Just ask whatever. If I can't answer, I can't answer. It's easier if it's in terms of my expertise rather than some abstraction. Again, I want to put out an invitation there. Anyone that would like to co-host or join me live, please send an email, rabbiblock at hotmail.com. We can meet in my Zoom room and discuss how to co-host together. Never having done it, I don't want to do it without having a, a chance to talk to my co-host to see how we're going to co-host. Our topic this evening is the Festival of Lights which became the holiday of Hanukkah, which begins tomorrow night at sundown. Now, we often wonder, many people wonder, why does Jewish holidays begin at sundown? Well, it's rather simple. It says in scripture, in the book of Genesis, there was evening and morning one day. Doesn't say midnight, doesn't say sunrise. When the sun sets, a new day begins. So Judaism has stayed with the scriptures, with the Bible, with the Torah, and the day begins at sundown. So our holidays always begin with the setting sun. That's the new day. So the holiday of Hanukkah begins tomorrow night at sundown, Thursday night. However, the Festival of Lights predates the holiday of Hanukkah. If you were to look at the calendars of many religions, you will find a festival of lights. The Yule Log, the Christmas tree, festival of lights. Almost anywhere in our planet, dark is scary. And dark days, early sunsets. And so different people wanted to celebrate and have fires and lights and celebrate the coming of the, the return of the sun. And so the Festival of Lights predates all of our existing religions. We don't know by how many of hundreds or thousands of years it predates them. But make no mistake, the Festival of Lights is not uniquely Jewish, Christian, Muslim, Hindu. It's human. Human beings. Darkness is boring, scary. It's dark out there. And so, to drive away the darkness, we light lights. So, that's our starting point, is the Festival of Lights. Later on in history, around 136, 137 BC, the Maccabees decided to celebrate their victory against the Syrian Greeks by creating the holiday of Hanukkah. The word Hanukkah means Dedication, rededication, to rededicate the temple in Jerusalem. 
So our story goes back to Alexander the Great, who conquered Jerusalem in 313 BC, and things were fine. There was no real problems until Antiochus Epiphanes rose to power, and he instituted the he forbid the practice of Judaism. He desecrated the temple in Jerusalem. Everything that Alexander the Great had done to keep peace and harmony, Antiochus Epiphanes destroyed. He was really into himself as a dictator. He saw himself as God. He elevated himself to God. And therefore, he decided to forbid the practice of Judaism, persecute Jews. And that's the beginning of our story of Hanukkah and the rededication. A group of Hebrews, a group of Jews revolted, and after about three, three and a half years, they overthrew the Greek rulers, and in, I remember, 736, 737, established the second Jewish commonwealth. Now, I mention this because of those that are raising questions about no Jews not being there, how long Jews been there, and seeming to forget about Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob, Joshua conquering the land, the tribes inhabiting the real estate. People seem to forget that. So, okay, you forgot that, but you can't forget the Second Jewish Commonwealth, 136, 137, 135. I'm not sure the date. We can look that up if you like. And so here is the Second Jewish Commonwealth. And it's the real estate that we now refer to as Palestine and as Israel, as Transjordan, as Lebanon, all of that particular real estate were part of the Second Jewish Commonwealth. So again, if we're going to play this silly game of who was here first or who was here the longest, and as you know, I'm not a big fan of that. I'm not a big fan. I don't think we're going to get anywhere by trying to claim, if this is my land, I was here first, you get out of my land. Uh, there's history. And up until much later, the Ottoman Empire was the first to talk about a Palestine. Came much later. But I don't think that's worth talking about because I don't think that's going to solve the problem. You see, Israelis and Palestinians are here to stay. And I believe that should be our starting point. And not trying to go back to who was here first or who was here the longest and who's the most legitimate. The reality is Jews lived on the land from the days of Abraham up until the state of Israel and presently. But I think that's futile. I want, to, I want us to agree or focus on Neither Israelis nor Palestinians are going away. Now, how can we deal with this present situation? And Hanukkah and the Festival of Lights is a perfect time for us to discuss what is and how we can cooperate with each other. You see, historically, persecuting and destroying has never had a good outcome. Uh, one individual has written a whole series of emails to me, not emails to me, have written on TikTok. And 
what they want is they want to kill all 16 million Jews. And I really would like this person to meet me in my Zoom room. I would like to hear how killing 16, that's the total world population is only 16 million Jews, how killing 16 million Jews will establish a state of Palestine, restore the harmony, or make up for all the Jewish deaths, the Muslim, in fact, Vietnam. We have, we have, we recognize the state of Vietnam. How many American soldiers, how many Vietnamese died in the fighting? And so, would continuing it make any sense? Would massacring more people make any, it really wouldn't. I think that's a dead end. And I think it's very sad. The killing really, we need to stop and we need to say neither Israelis nor Palestinians are going away. Now, I want to challenge our one billion TikTok viewers because you have a chance to make these changes. We, you, you need to stop posting killing and massacring Killing Jews will solve the problem. Killing Palestinians will solve the problem. You have to stop this silliness, this dead end. Because it won't bring anyone back and it's not going to create a state or anything else. And to say, it's mine, not yours, we have claimed, you have claimed, all this does is incite each of us to want to go after each other. Here in the United States, there were more shootings in Las Vegas. Where did that get us? There were shootings in Texas. That didn't solve anything. That didn't get anyone freedom. That didn't get anyone any rights. That didn't overthrow the government. It just means there were dead people. More dead people. TikTok is in a unique position with over a billion people watching to say it's enough on both. And we're not going to promote hate, and I think that's the key. Because what I see happening is people telling, if you kill all these Jews, it's going to make things better. If we annihilate the Palestinians, it'll make better. If we get rid of the Sikhs, it'll make things better. Over and over again. And TikTok would really be a good forum to stop it to say no. Selecting a group of people as if they are the problem and annihilating them would make the universe a better place. Historically, it's never happened. It's never been that way. And some of the comments here, they're just insightful. They're not really helpful, really. And I want you to understand, historically, that if Jews cease to exist, they're going to go after Roman Catholics. They're going to go after Methodists. That's what's happened historically. When one group has said the annihilation of this people will solve the world's problems, once that group is gone, then someone else takes their place. There are always a list of the 10 groups of people that we need to annihilate in order to make the world better. And when we annihilate group five, Jehovah's Witnesses, 
everyone moves up one. So don't think that your particular religion, philosophy, political stance, ethnic group, don't think that yours will be exempt because you'll just move up the list because that's what happens historically. What does work is acknowledging that each of us has a right to exist. And each of us has a, a country or a place. The Sikhs, a country. Look around the world. Look at the different, look what's going on in Africa with rape and killing of different groups. It's not solving anything. It's not leading to stability or peace for anyone. When one group takes over, they go after another. Mm -hmm. So, I would like to ask our TikTok community, it's time that we acknowledge we all have a right to exist. And our existence can't depend on annihilating another group. The more we promote that, the worse it's going to get. Mm -hmm. And to try to pick and say, oh, that person was Jewish, therefore we're going to get rid of all Jews, or that person was a Methodist, get rid of all Methodists. In fact, I don't see Pope Francis, the Holy Father. Huh? Maybe we should go out, it's him, it's the Roman Catholics. They want to establish the Pope as the king. It doesn't make sense, does it? Oh, maybe it does to some of you, but it won't solve the problems. Mm -mm. The Festival of Lights, the holiday of Hanukkah, is about religious freedom. It's about each of us having the right to celebrate our holidays without fear of being killed or shot on the street. Um, there have been shootings against Sikhs because people thought that they were Muslims, so they shot them. So what did that solve? Mm -mm. And here on TikTok, we're in a, you're in a great position to stop this by not promoting not allowing, not supporting someone whose position is, if we get rid of them, it'll be a better place. No. So the holiday of Hanukkah is a holiday of religious freedom. It's not in the Bible. It's not in scripture. It's a political holiday. It's a holiday that we as Americans can rally around. And I'm really sad because here in the United States, there are some religious groups that want to stop other religious groups from observing their holidays so that their holiday can take precedence. No. It hasn't worked anywhere. We're getting into the, we're in December, 17, 18, 19, 20, different religions celebrate winter festivals, festival of lights, holidays. And it's time for all of us to get behind everyone, to wish people a Merry Christmas. You can say Merry Christmas, I'm not offended. It doesn't offend me in the least. Now, why would it offend me? If you observe Christmas and you're excited about your holiday, then wish me a Merry Christmas. I'm thrilled. Whatever holiday it is, Wish me a merry holiday. And I think this idea that 
we shouldn't say Merry Christmas, Happy Hanukkah, great, great, uh, Happy Kwanzaa. This idea that we shouldn't announce a holiday is ridiculous. It's a waste of time and energy, and I don't feel any better, and I don't feel cheated, I don't feel lessened. Nothing, nothing makes me happier than being blessed. I taught at John Carroll High School 30, 40 years, and on my birthday, the sisters would do a mass, would offer prayers. I was thrilled. Why wouldn't I be? When I was chaplain with the VA, I often attended mass. And when Father was saying mass, uh, he, and he knew I was present, he would say a prayer, a blessing. He would insert something for my health. I was thrilled. Nothing would make me happier than if you would bless me according to your religion. Why wouldn't I be happy? You're blessing me. You're offering prayers according to your faith. I think we're getting into some ridiculous waste of time when we talk about not saying Merry Christmas, not allowing people to observe, not allowing people to pray. Pray. What I find the problem is when it doesn't allow me. Many individuals want to exclude me and only have their prayers. That's, that's not acceptable. That's wrong. Because if I can't pray, why should you pray? The idea would be for all of us, you want to pray beyond the football game, pray. But don't force your prayers on me. Don't say we all have to say your prayers. Let's open it up. Let's go around the huddle. Let's offer the prayers in school of all denominations, not just any one select group. And it's not the same thing to talk about religious freedom when it's only your religion you can pray. Mm -mm. That's not what Hanukkah is about. Hanukkah was about celebrating Judaism when Judaism was banned and forbidden. It wasn't to promote Judaism for everyone. It was just allow me to be Jewish. You could be Roman Catholic, Methodist, Jehovah's Witness, Seventh-day Adventist, Latter-day Saints, LDS. What a great country this would be if we would all recognize Hanukkah as a holiday when we can all observe our religion. I'm not offended. I'm not offended by Christmas trees. I'm not offended by the lights. I'm not offended by... None of this is offensive. It's just the opposite. It's a thrill. I would like to see prayer in the schools, but not one prayer excluding everyone else. I don't want to see reading from one sacred book, but none of the others. If we're going to have prayer in the school, let's read from the Quran. Let's read from Greek scripture, New Testament. Let's read from Old Testament. Let's read from the Vita. There's lots of sacred documents out there. And school should be a place where we're exposed to various religions. The problem being, there are individuals out there that want to promote just their view. And we see that with Palestine. We see that what's going on in Israel. And so, for TikTok, a billion followers... Let's dedicate ourselves to all of us and not promote 
destroying someone else. And I find that intriguing. Why killing all 17 million Jews would make the world a better place? You know it won't. Because they're going to come after you next. Because someone's going to come up and say, oh, well, the Jews are gone. It's the Methodists that are the problem. It's the Roman Catholics that are the problem. It's the LDS, the Latter-day Saints. It's the Mormons that are the problem. Mm -mm. That's not a solution. The solution is just the opposite. Let's embrace all of us. Let's acknowledge that Israelis and Palestinians are going to be around. They're not going anywhere. Now, how do we, how do we deal with it, solve that? How do we make it a better place? And here in the United States, we have, I don't know how many religions, and to start campaigning and basing your political position and getting into school boards because you want to ban books, you want to ban them, you want to stop that because they're the problem. Make no mistake, you will be next. Why do I say that? Because historically, that's what happened. Once one group was cast aside, remember what I said? There's always going to be the ten religions that are the source of our problems. When we get rid of five... Everyone moves up, and your group is on the list. You're being very short-sighted. When, you know, when God picked the Jews as the chosen, I'm sorry we use the word chosen people because that's a, a funny connotation. All God said was, I want you to live Judaism, live Torah, to believe in the one. That's all. Not for special treatment, not to conquer the world, not to get ahead. The word chosen itself has a, a bad connotation, if you will. It's not about being different or better. God just said, each people on the, in the universe, each, each person that I created has a mission for me. I want the Jews to testify. The one, God is one. That's your mission. Other groups will have other missions. Doesn't make you better. And many people use the word chosen to accuse Jews of thinking we're not better. It's nothing to do with better. God needs all of us. Think about your automobile. The, well, when I grew up we had spark plugs, but they're not there anymore. We now have something different. But, and we had a carburetor, not injectors. But if any one thing doesn't work, the machine doesn't work. So you don't want to think that this one piece is better or needed. Mm -mm. God needs all of us. The universe needs all of us. And isn't that what the month of December is about? Live Jesus. If that's your religion, live Jesus. Turn the other cheek. If someone asks for your cloak, give them your shirt. Read the Sermon on the Mount. In fact, let's make that our topic for next Wednesday night. The Sermon on the Mount and Jewish teachings. Live Jesus. Perfect. Live Muhammad. Live Gandhi. Live whoever your spiritual role model is. Mm -hmm. And look at what they're basically teaching. Get rid of the barnacles. Get rid of what someone said, someone said, someone said. 
And let's go back to naked religion, the, the basic teachings. And again, some of you are asking to join me. Please, rabbiblock at hotmail.com. We'll meet in my Zoom room. We'll pick our topic. We'll figure out how we're going to work with each other. We could do a, um, a me and a you and a this and a that and opposite positions. We could have a good time. I really would love, I really would love someone else to come on with me. But not someone that's going to rant and rave and whatever, I don't know. But So please, let's meet in my Zoom room. And so that we can, we can come up and do a point and counterpoint. That's it. Uh, and the person that sent me all those uh, posts about killing, killing 17 million Jews would make the world a better place and restore Palestine and restore all the dead and make up for whatever Israel did. Whoever posted that, please contact me. I would like to do a point-counterpoint live on a Wednesday night rather than your silliness. It's just silly. I don't know another word for it. Besides, it's an embarrassment to me, you, your mother, and your grandmother. The holiday of Hanukkah. And so we light candles to dispel the darkness, to remind us that everyone is needed in, in this universe. That's why God created. God created you because you have a mission. Otherwise, God wouldn't have created you. You have something. And if you think your mission is to destroy God's creation, then I think we need to have a conversation or you need to talk to God. I don't think God created you to go on TikTok and say we should kill all the Jews in the known universe. I find that hard to believe given who the one is. And I think most of you out there would agree with that. Mm-hmm. Let me look at some of the... Interesting holiday. Uh, the holiday of Hanukkah, the festival of lights, dispelling the darkness, celebrating religious freedom. Yeah, we don't want to mix Judaism with Zionism. Remember I talked about that last week, that I am a cultural Zionist, not a political Zionist. Uh, Israel is a country, and Israel has to do what Israel has to do to survive as a country. Many times it's not what we teach in Judaism. Many times what the United States does is not supported by any religion. It's a country, and people are in charge. So please, don't make the mistake of saying that all Jews are Zionists, all Zionists are Jews, Zionism... Mm -mm. There's political Zionism, which is the state of Israel, and Israel needs to do what Israel needs to do to survive. I acknowledge that. I'm Jewish. It's my religion. I'm not Israeli. I don't vote in Israel. I vote here in the United States. And I'm looking at our political candidates here in the United States. What will be best for the citizens of the United States? So let's separate that. And let's not say that Pope Francis wants to rule the, the world. He 
He's in charge of the Roman Catholics. He doesn't represent the Eastern Orthodox Church or any of the Eastern churches. He represents the West, Western, not just not Christianity, just Catholics. And so we don't want to hold Pope Francis responsible for what uh, LDS, Latter-day Saints may believe, or what Jehovah's Witnesses may believe. Uh, the Holy Father represents his group. And that's who he represents. And I'm open to discussion. I'm open to questions. Anything you would like to talk about? As long as your practice doesn't involve the destruction of yourself or other people, I support your, your beliefs in the privacy of your home. However, if your religion promotes destroying other people, destroying yourself or others, then I'm not, and I don't, I don't believe God would support that because that's not why he created us. Each of us is entitled to our own practice as long as it doesn't interfere with other people's practice. Cultural Zionism means that Judaism would like a cultural center to represent Jewish teachings, not political, not dictating what a country needs to do to survive as a country. Cultural Zionism is about Israel being a center of Jewish teaching. And I recognize that that's not the same as a political, because many times a country needs to do what a country needs to do to survive, and it's not the ideal of a culture, of, of teaching Jewish beliefs and practice. Because, you know, there's a real world out there. You can't be a pacifist in the real world. There's no room for that. We need a strong military to protect our country and our rights. And often what a military has to do is not consistent with some religious teachings. It's unfortunate, but that until the Messiah comes and creates heaven on earth, we're going to have politics, we're going to have countries, and we're going to have to say, yeah, we need an army. Remember, I, I was with the VA for 40 years, and I believe in our military, I support, in, I support our military. And a, someone keeps bringing up a Jewish center in Palestine. Palestine didn't exist until the Ottoman Empire, so let's put that aside, and let's talk next time about two states. Of Palestine. And this is what I want to leave everyone with tonight. If we, if the basis of your belief is the destruction of another group of people, it's not going to work. Israelis and Palestinians are here to stay. Thank you for watching.